0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding.
1: Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BP
2: added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico it's and not or see what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/ investing in America
3: hello guys and welcome to this episode of fanatics yay I am your co-host Claire Kramer uh, or your host or your co-host and my other host, co-host. Here is David Magadoff. Hi, David.
2: We are codependent co-hosts.
3: Codependent no more. Well, you know, (laughs) uh, and we are co-conspirators because today you're actually not going to listen to Fanatics. You are getting an episode of The Parent Lounge. Jamie Kaler, yeah, you know him. He uh, came on and talked about his love of good service well, Jamie has another podcast, and that is what is going to drop right in this feed in just about a minute or two. <laughs> uh, parent Lounge is a podcast which I also appear on as the um, mom parent representation with my, with my friend Kate, and Jamie and Jason were a foursome that talk about parenting every Tuesday night we go live. It's a little bit of a different format than Fanatic's. David, we should, we should have you on eventually. You can talk about not having a child, which is just fine as well.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: You have freedom. We don't.
0: Claire, wait, you have kids?
3: <laughs> I, it's, I know it's shocking. It's, uh, it's new information. Yes, I do. Everybody knows I've got a gaggle of children. A gaggle of geese, a gaggle of children, a pod of dolphins, whatever, whatever you want to use for that. A school yes. of fish.
2: almost, Almost a full basketball team starting five you got a, a, a solid Almost. four but you're you know you can yes. be the center
3: i can be the center i can be shaquille <laughs> i can be you know that center player except my now my oldest is taller than me so not anymore anyway we um are excited to do this swap i think you guys will really like parent lounge i guess the most important thing to say is i'm the least funniest person on it because it is comedians <laughs> and then me <laughs> David, another reason why you would fit right into the show.
0: Jamie is great. You are great. Everyone, enjoy. Take a listen. Bon appétit. Welcome to a very special edition of the Parents Lounge. Uh, for you, fanatics, fans, thank you for listening to this cross promotion. I uh, I did one of their shows. Um, where I talked about my love of service, but this is my main podcast called the parents lounge, which I do with Claire Kramer from fanatics and my other partners, Jason Gowan, who is here with me right now and Kate Cohen, who
1: will come in in a minute.
0: Um, really quick, Jason, you want to tell people
1: what, uh, what we do here at the parents lounge. This is basically your parental mental health stop on the week so that you can recharge from all the craziness of raising children. Uh, do your kids occasionally unbolt your toilet seat and ca- crush your nuts? We are here to help you get through things like that.
0: Yeah. Have they Have they blocked a drain in your house and let the water run, causing $7,500 worth of damage? Then you're in the right location.
1: Yeah. And that's what we do here every week. We are a stop for you to recharge have a lot of fun. Also, grab a drink, enjoy it along with us, and recharge your mind, re- bring yourself back to your zen space.
0: Um, yeah, with our resident moms, Kate and Claire, we will tell you the horror stories that we've lived through, like the day Jason got locked out of his house by his uh, three-year-olds.
1: That's like four times that's happened to me now.
0: Well, that's eventually, that's on you. You should maybe put a key outside the house.
1: Correct, but yeah. yeah. We crawl in um,
0: We are live every Tuesday night, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. And you can find us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch. Twitter. Twitter, Basically everywhere. Just Google the Parents Lounge, and I'm sure there will be links here. Um, If you have kids, then you have definitely uh, found the right place. And if you don't have kids, then get ready to sit back and feel great about your life choices. Um, We're going to do our opening title song, which I think the lyrics – pretty much explain the horrors of parenting. Um, and then we'll be back with Claire Kramer from Fanatics and our pal Kate Mulligan from the Schmodown to discuss the joys and pain of parenting. All right. You ready?
4: Ready. We could have homes on separate coals, go in grease with squids. Could have been so bleeping rich, but instead we had kids. They won't smile for a photo They won't eat the food we choose That's why we're heading to the parents' lounge To drown ourselves in booze Every day we're more exhausted We haven't slept in years They hit me in the nuts so bad My eyes filled up with tears And yes, we'd like to fake our death Go off of the grids, but the truth is, we are softies and we truly love our kids. So join us every Tuesday night to laugh at all our pain. The evening in the parents' lounge is the cure to staying sane. Welcome to our
0: very special crossover edition of the Parents Lounge with Fanatics. I'm joined, as always, by my uh, my partner parents, um, Jason Gowan, Claire Kramer, and Kate Mulligan. Hey guys!
1: Hello, hi, hi Jamie Taylor.
0: <laughs> it's funny. We so this is this is how parenting works. Like this podcast is. We do this every week, and we. We, it's, even at the top, it said, live in studio. None of us are in studio. No. Kate Mulligan is on vacation <laughs> on the East Coast. Claire Kramer is in San Diego. At I'm coming in
3: hot. Yep.
0: With her daughter, <laughs> who's a phenomenal uh, dancer. And then uh, Jason is trapped away somewhere in Pennsylvania. And this is how we do it virtually every week. I'd so, like that, uh, are
2: you I trapped? Yourself. Yeah. Yeah. A what? <laughs> I like that you didn't dox yourself, Jamie. Where are you? Give us your address. <laughs> How about your I'm, social I'm, I'm, as well?
0: Overseas. I've, I've faked my death, and I'm in Bali uh, off a <laughs> beach somewhere. And, uh, so don't tell anyone. Don't tell my wife I'm no still so alive. because no she'll definitely.
1: No I love that in Bali you also thought to bring the children's art wall with you. I know. Very sweet of you.
0: <laughs> I know. The people who are listening can't see, but my backdrop is all of my kids' artwork. And I thought it was actually a good way to say it because isn't it funny that um, – my wife will save literally, ever. like there was an old garbagey blanket. She's like, this was Hannah's blanket. She can't throw it out. Our garage is just full. It's like mm. a museum. Like, like presidents have a library. My kids have the, <laughs> uh, the children's library of their entire life in the garage. My wife can't let anything go.
2: <laughs> Jamie, I, um, I understand. <laughs> Jamie, I've been waiting since the intro to bust your balls on this. But just so we're clear. Your episode of fanatics—they're like, definitely talk to us about something that you really love, something that you're obsessed with. And your pompous ass was like, "I'm really into service."
0: I am.
1: I am. Just like him. I'm,
2: I'm gonna, like I would be like I'm really into Zelda Breath of the Wild. Jason would be like, "I love Marvel," and your ass is like, "I just really like helping other people." Well, My, when I
0: work no, for it, it. yeah. Yes. Listen, I I was at like the week before I was at an airport. I went up to Jamba Juice to order a Jamba Juice at an airport. And this kid, I guess, like maybe 18, 19 year old kid didn't look up from their phone for a long time. And then I just stood there like in like like in shock of like I'm, I'm standing here. And then finally the kid looked up and said, yeah, what do you want? And I was like, wow, things have changed.
2: And so, uh, yes. You mean that kind of service. I'm Uh, sorry.
1: Wait, what kind of service did did you think?
0: And they put you at a crappy table by the bathroom and then have terrible service. Aren't you kind of pissed about it?
2: I Listen, I forget there's a lot of me. There could be cell phone service. There could be restaurant. (laughs) I was thinking of community service. I was like, Jamie's. Jamie's out there talking about, I just love to give back. That's what I'm obsessed with. That's why I want no, to put you
1: like, that There is at least footage of Jamie walking down, picking up litter with the orange vest on. But he volunteers at his school all the time. So it oh, that's true. Yeah, he does.
2: Mm. That's why I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe he. Kate, yeah. that's because it's mandatory
3: to volunteer. at school.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she outed him.
3: Wow.
0: <laughs> well, you have to do you have to do 20 hours. And I did a no, lot No, 40.
3: 40. 40.
0: Well, 20 at the festival and 20 at the mm, other thing. But yeah, mm. but I ended up doing way more hours than that. But yes, I'm at my kids school. Listen, Claire, do you want to defend me on the service thing?
3: It was actually a great it's a great episode. You guys will you guys will hear it um because we're gonna drop it in this feed uh as well as, as this podcast being dropped in the fanatics feed. So you'll, you'll hear both episodes, but Jamie, yeah, he talks and it makes a lot of sense. He talks about like you, you grew up, I don't want to say grew up, but you started in the service industry yourself. Like you've talked often on this show about the bar you worked at and, and you know, you really enjoy giving good service as well as receiving good service. So it's not totally just, you know, one-sided it's a, it's a, secular thing. You know, it's, it's the yin and the yang. You can be the receiver or the giver, and this is going to a very sexual place. Which I know. I was like, is <laughs> that what Jamie, is that what Jamie
2: called all those no, words he picked up at I, the I bar? Like,
0: I like to give good service, but I also <laughs> love, really love to get good service. I'm sure you do. I guess I'm going to tell you, and it's funny because we're raising our kids into this world. And I, I, Every day with my kids, please, thank you, please, would you say please? Mm-hmm. Would you say thank you? And it's starting to take hold. But there is a sense of entitlement that I think this generation has that we didn't have. My kid does something once, and I go, uh, like she goes like I'm great in the pool. And she tried out for the swim team. And she doesn't, she's never taken a swim lesson. She is great in the pool, fast, can move, unbelievable, like a dolphin, but doesn't know the actual stroke. So she goes for swim tryouts and the, and the coach is like, well, you, no, you can't do swim. You'll be disqualified. You don't know any strokes. And she was really upset. She was like in tears. And she's like, but I'm a really good swimmer. I go, but you don't know the stroke. No one has ever shown you the stroke. It's not your fault. You need a couple of mm-hmm. and then you can do swim team. But she was like, why? Why can't I just? It's like, that's this generation. And mm-hmm. so you walk to a place like a little place where you order at the counter and you get food to go. And they they're kind of jerks to you, like yeah, whatever. Take the, yeah, oh, you want you want some, you want ketchup? Ugh. And then they flip the screen, and the screen is like, "How much would you like to tip? Nothing, nothing mm-hmm. would like to tip because you have given me terrible service." So I don't know. I'm gonna turn into the old guy. We maybe we
3: cover you know, it, but no, it wasn't it, that moment. Maybe you sound you know a little you know grumpy or whatever, but. The- <laughs> The whole episode yeah, is Jamie. great. So definitely, definitely take a listen. I, I'm curious, Jason, what, you know, Jamie said Marvel. What would you, what is something like
1: you're obsessed with? What oh, are you paranormal. fanatical? I'm a bit, I'm a. I'm a, ba- I'm a, I'm a par- The paranormal oh. is my whole world. Like, I mean, that's where I came, like, came from. I just think the world of the Unexplained is absolutely fascinating. Uh, you know, none of us know where we go when we die. So it's, it's kind of a, uh, something we all have in common. Some we're all going to get, except for. Jamie, who will probably live forever. I'm and a Highlander.
0: Did you not know that? I, I,
1: guess, <laughs> I did, it it did it the
0: quickening. will yes. be over in the quickening. But uh, <laughs> unless I'm the only, unless I'm the only one standing, and then uh, there can only be one.
1: But so, yeah, definitely for me, the paranormal uh, is, is kind of like one of my my favorite things. That's true.
0: We, we had shows on TV. That's how we met. We met. Yeah. I ended up hosting a haunted live episode for. Uh, for Discovery Channel and one of our mutual friends, Jason, had done a bunch of paranormal shows. And so I got to kind of look into that world, which I didn't even know existed. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what's cool about fanatics, Claire, is that I think people who listen to the episodes are kind of brought into worlds like the paranormal world that you know.
3: We should. We definitely have to have you on the show, um, Jason, because that is like super interesting to me. And by the way, sometimes when I think of paranormal, I think of UFO, but they're actually two like obviously completely separate things. But somehow well, they're all, all
1: that kind of under that umbrella. But I mean, like, uh, yeah, there, there's like there's ghosts, there's yeah, Bigfoot, there's vampires. There, I mean, there's a whole you know world of all this crazy stuff that I spent almost two decades looking for.
3: What is the craziest paranormal? Oh, story yeah, that I you yeah, have you experienced actually maybe we should like
2: skew this to Parrot lounge so have you experienced anything paranormal
3: with your children
2: he oh, thinks yeah. he thinks that his one son is the devil i don't know if that goes with,
1: with the dark lord we, we call him the dark lord for a reason Claire. It's because <laughs> well, okay. yeah there he my wife must i think dabbled in some sort of witchcraft and summoned it into the soul during the pregnancy i can't verify that but that's what I think. No, we had an incident here um, where I was helping uh, my good friends, uh, the, the Newkirks, uh, with a 3D scanning of their, they have a haunted museum where they collect reportedly haunted objects. And they wanted to do a thing where we would scan the items and with a 3D scanner, which I have, uh, and we were making copies of them to see if the, spawn, the, the 3D printed spawn would ha- take on any of the haunted traits of the parent objects. And we had one, uh, that I brought into the house. I made a joke about, uh, I was like, I almost made a joke about making a sacrifice to this deity with one of my kids. And I didn't realize that the object was in the room and that they, you know, they take things very literally supposedly. And that night, um, uh, my, my son had gone to stay with our in-laws and we were watching a movie and we heard this running around upstairs. And I was like, wow, the cat is really, oh, the cat is right here. And I'm like, oh, both dogs accounted for. And my wife looks over at me and she's like, did you? Did you hear that? What, 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 what was that? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, well, go look. And I started to get up and I walked and from above me in the middle of our living room, water started pouring on me. And I was like, there's no water main above where I'm standing. And I walked out into the kitchen and there were puddles of water all over the, the kitchen floor. So I followed them, they were to our door. I'm like, These are these are footprints. So I called the Newkirks because they're like my go-to. They're, they're, they're my Giles. So I'm like, "Eh, this is what's going on. And I FaceTimed them and they're like, and so they're like, we'll follow them, see where they go. So I went to the door. It had snowed, but there were no tracks leading up to our house. Um, But there were wet footprints. And they're like, you know, you made that joke about sacrificing your son. Have you checked on him? I'm like, well, he's not here. And they're like, did you check his room? I'm like, uh, no. So I take the, um, uh, the, the phone and I'm following and we go up the stairs and the water footprints go up the stairs and I, and they go right to my son's nursery. The door is open and the light is on. He is not there. As I said, we didn't leave it on and directly in front of where his crib was was a giant puddle of water where he went like, where it was standing, like almost like it was looking for him. Um, so and that's what was dripping on you from below? No, because it's a separate part of the house. It's, it's farther back in. That would have been above where the footprints in the kitchen would be. So um, I'm like, eh, I might have I I done something here. And eh, I might have said too much. So a few nights later, um, Jace is home. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. And all of a sudden... All of our Alexas in the house say, I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. And our lights start flashing on and off. I hear bloody scream, like my son screaming bloody murder up in his nursery. I haul ass up the stairs. He is red-faced screaming. He points, uh, because he's like two and a half at this point. He points across the room, and I turn. And you guys have ever seen the movie The Ring? Mm -hmm. Like this woman who is like drenched and wet is standing in the middle of like standing in the corner and she disappears when I get to the room. I grab the kid and rush out. And my wife at that point said, "Okay, you're done dealing with this stuff. No more. And I was officially retired from the paranormal at that point. But you still Um, live in the house. Well, we had. So I, I, I used to travel and I was trained by George Lutz, who the Amityville Horror was based on. And so he ha- taught me how to do a cleansing. So we did a cleansing of the house, and uh, that was – and we never had a problem again. Okay. But, by the way, this, I so, just say
0: that this is our crossover episode of the parent normal. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the time, so people wait. are like, wait, is this a parenting show, or is this a parent normal show? Uh,
3: okay, so many questions. But my first question, Jason, is – why oh, do I? some people have these experiences and like I've never had any experience at all. Same well, with,
2: with it was you have no soul thing.
0: Claire you and I have no soul. <laughs> yes. Same
2: but, Wait, we're this, empty, this, we're this, empty vessels. We're saying 3 out of 4 of us have never experienced anything like that.
1: Well, I think it's a matter of number one opening yourself up to it. Uh you know Well, no, thank you so, but no. Great, so I've done, done probably <laughs> several 100 yeah. I've done several hundred investigations of all the investigations I've done probably 15 to 20 of them have had things happen. So out of 20 years, I've had 15 to 20 things happen. It's not as common as, I mean, you see the TV shows basically and, and obviously a lot of them are done for entertainment purposes. They ramp things up, but I think true actual paranormal events are, spaced out. They don't happen all the time. And I think you, you have to really go look for them before they, before they happen to you, or you stumble across them completely on accident. Um, George Lutz used to say to me that when you open yourself up to it and you open yourself up to that, that world, you become like a lighthouse and a beacon. And when they can see that light, they come to you. That's how it was explained to me. Mm -hmm. And what about the fact that kids a
3: lot of people I, I've heard at least the hypothesis that kids are more open because they don't have the social conditioning the thoughts like is this true are children also
1: like a conduit to the paranormal I think so I think that you know like you'd be something that they see they take it face value whereas we're we're conditioned to dismiss it as a naturally occurring phenomenon whereas they still see it from a they take it at face value always well they're
0: not jaded i mean that is the kind of and it's funny because once you have kids you kind of it kind of brings back that wonder because remember how christmas all of a sudden was like you get to a certain age and christmas is like about Christmas parties, it's not really about the president or the presence and Santa Claus. And then it's all of a definitely sudden
2: the president. definitely Never not about him. the president. Never
0: about the president. Couldn't just couldn't just let it ride, could you, Mulligan? You were like, like, Oh, I got him! I got him! He I just, got him! Oh, I him.
2: didn't get I didn't get him on service, but I got but him I'm on got president. It. <laughs> I it.
0: Uh, which kids do as well? It's funny too because kids have such honesty to them that all of a sudden, all these things that had become we'd kind of been jaded to at a certain point in life are reopened like you know going to disney Uh and stuff when you see it through a kid's eyes then all of a sudden it finds its innocence again
1: but yeah i think that that's true i think that that once you if you open yourself back up to that world i think that you know you have a much better chance of having something happen yeah also you kind of have to hang out in those spaces like you're very rarely going to find something happening at like the in and out burger like that yeah a- but
2: why not if there's i mean it just seems to me like if ghosts are people that had been here and are no longer here then there should be so many that there's no room for them to just be in haunted houses they have to be everywhere this is where my yeah, disbelief begins
1: spaces, us, kate, so they could still be in the line they just don't talk well that's why you're not a fan
0: kate and that's why he is i'm not
1: yeah <laughs> that's why i'm not a fan addict
0: well that's kind of i mean that's, that's the whole purpose of this crossover episode and it's kind of cool that everybody talks about what they're fans of right and that's what i loved about doing that show was like something that and if you listen to every episode of fanatics somebody who's it tony hale loved malls or indoor
3: something? malls yes indoor not just malls, malls.
0: and it's it, really kind oh. of cool
3: well love, the yeah. process is also like sometimes people will be like oh i like you know, Legos or whatever, you know, and then it's like, well, what do you, you know, we kind of like work with their PR team or whatever, or them to to hone in on like exactly what it is, you know, so it's not just a general, like, I really like, you know, movies, what kind of movies, you know,
0: that's part of the problem with having kids is it's like all of a sudden it's your, it's your new obsession. Oh, I have kids, but then it's like, it's a hobby you can't really get rid of. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I tried the kids thing. It didn't work for me. I didn't <laughs> enjoy it as much as I thought I would. And um, I'm just going to let it can. That's it. You're like, It's like a hobby you sign up for that you cannot. It's a club. It's like those old uh, Columbia Records book clubs where you signed up and you started getting records every month. Uh, and then I, think you think I still got, owe
1: them like $40.
0: Yeah, I think, I think I owe them some money too. I still get records all. Day.
2: Okay. But, so just so if, any, if anybody was wondering, Jamie Kayla is the oldest of all of us.
0: <laughs> but as I said, the word record, I go. Here comes Mulligan to torment me.
2: Like, you set me up. I knock him down, baby. It's a, that it's that, a good. Is that what you're? 78. 78. Is that your thing? Just yeah, that's um, that's what I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of roasting game. It's like a sniper,
0: and they were 78s, by the way. And I would, I'd have to crank the thing, and it had the big megaphone. On top of it.
2: <laughs> Darling, will you build the controller over here?
0: Well, the first one but I wrote know- was Al-, Al Jolson, actually, singing, Mommy, and it was pretty great, I remember.
3: So, yeah, you talk about, like, service, but you got me thinking, Jamie, with the swim team story. Like, I remember growing up, and I don't know if you guys had to do this, but, you know, we had, obviously, one phone. It was before cell phones, so we had one phone in the house, and when I answered it, because my dad ran his business out of the house, even though he had, a, actually, he had a separate business line for the his office, which was on the top floor of our house, but um, we had to answer the phone, like, Kramer Residence, Claire speaking... And then the party would say, "Oh yes, this is D calling for Sandy," and I'd be like, "Just a moment, please." Like everything scripted, formal. There was no like, "Hi, hey, what's up?" You know, I, I, kids with cell phones now—they'll never know what it was, what it's like to have to have that like formality. You know, they
0: that, it; they just wait for the text.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah. My daughter is so lazy; she doesn't even text. She voice dictates her texts. It's like the <laughs> ultimate. So the ultimate my circumvent.
0: My buddy doesn't even voice to text. He just voices it. But he texts right. your voice, and yes. so all of a sudden I, I go to open it. I'm in a public space. He's got a two minute message where and he, you have to
1: lift oh, it I'm to talking, yeah. one of
0: our regulars who's on the show all the time. And I go, dude, stop that. It's so I know mad. who
1: you're talking about. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> really, like, dude.
0: He, he doesn't even voice a text because then he would have to edit. He literally just says the words. <laughs> and then you can't hear it. Like, you're what is he saying? It's so... Hey, back in the day, you'd answer the phone, it's your dime. But yeah, nobody does that. <laughs> Listen, n- nowadays, also, there's no cuts. Like, do you remember trying out for stuff? And they were like, uh, or like uh, in our play, like my our kids did a play at school. They just put 200 kids in the play. Right. <laughs> just the chorus, like 150 people. Instead <sighs> of going, no, you can't act. You are not... Doing. I remember getting cut from stuff and like tears. Oh and yeah, like, good enough.
1: And you're yes. like, go oh, practicing
0: to totally. better or don't do this. I don't know what to tell you. Story I of my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And what's funny, Claire, is you have you're down in San Diego right now with your daughter, who is nationally ranked, insane dancer.
2: Um, yes, I am here
0: with her. like, that's the problem. Is once your kids, if your kids are really good athletes, all of a sudden you have a full time job.
2: That's what you become a fanatic I, of.
3: Yeah, I'm a fanatic of my kids. But, yeah, no, it's – let me tell you, though, Jamie, they don't have a problem cutting people in this world.
2: <laughs> oh, no.
3: I well, mean, you get she, to that
0: level of, like, club and national teams. Yeah, of course. Of is course
2: she still in yeah. the competition, Claire?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, so she – we're at – for people who follow dance, or if you don't follow dance – Want to look it up? We're at National Dance Honors, which is in there's two this year, one in San Diego, one in Texas, uh, I think Austin. So River was up for honor dancer. She's an honor dancer nominee, which means we had to come extra early down to this competition. <laughs> and she's basically been like, it went till midnight last night, and she had to be downstairs at 7 a.m. So six no. days of Tell like
0: how old this young lady is.
3: She just turned 12. She's twelve she years just, old. Yeah. she's twelve. So you I'm know,
1: forty four, and I don't work that hard. Yeah, I
3: know it's crazy. So like today actually is a shorter day. She had to be down there at seven, and I think she's done at six pm. Um, and then it's you know today's day three of six, so it's just crazy. But she had to experience. She competed two solos, one for the national dance honor title, and one just in the solo just division for juniors and in the solo division for juniors, she got a platinum award instead of like the ultimate platinum, which is what she likes to get. Um, and she threw her award away. She was not, she was not, she, she's like, I don't, it's not up to my standard and she threw it away. And I tried to go backstage and find it (laughs) because I was like, I won it. That's my award too.
2: Yeah. But
3: I couldn't, I couldn't find it. So they, it's tough. It's tough for the girls and boys. There are boys in the competition as well.
0: Well, as a parent, too, you're, you're putting yourself up in a hotel for a week, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you had a job you couldn't work for this week, you're with a 12-year-old. You can't just send a 12-year-old on her own. Like, no. Such a crazy um, nationally traveling thing that, honestly, I'm, I, I used to be bummed. I was like, oh, my kids aren't really into soccer. And all of a sudden I talked to a guy. He's like, just to join the club is 12 grand. Then you have to buy their kit. Then you travel every weekend to Bakersfield, Barstow, San Diego, Santa Barbara, San Francisco. And you have to put yourself up in a hotel, travel. You're mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm actually keeping my kids back. My kids like, Hey, can we go kick the ball around in the backyard? I'm like, No. <laughs> no. no. Don't, want, don't touch that ball. Yeah. I don't want no. You to be doing good at
3: it's true with the boys. Now, here's the thing about soccer, because I do have two also, you know soccer players and I'm, I'm going to be in Orlando for a week while Hart plays in the futsal, which is like the indoor court soccer that's coming up um, while he plays in the national and world futsal tournament. Um, and yeah, I, it's 10 days there, but there here's the issue. Since this competition was in San Diego, I traveled down here with my microwave. We'll I have a travel microwave with an espresso machine with our juice blender. We have a, um, a mini fridge, so I have like a full setup in the room to be able to cook a little bit, you know what I mean? I um, hey, don't step way- on
0: you or anything, but I, I do believe I'm surprised Mulligan didn't jump at this, but I believe all microwaves are travel microwaves. I think if you just take <laughs> if you go and the microwave goes with you... <laughs> Thereby,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a well, travel
0: microwave. At that, I think they're yeah. all travel michael
2: Jamie, just you know, I'm only I'm only fanatical about roasting you. I actually did not. I did <laughs>
1: not, not actually never do, do the podcast. And occasionally, she dips her toes into roasting me, but most of the time, <laughs> it's like is you,
0: what is your true passion in life, honestly? Roasting Jamie Kaler. Just Jamie Kaler. I, I mean, to.
1: Kate,
3: have you, you have to come, like- come on and do that episode. That is like <laughs> done, done, and no, done.
0: I, do I just come <laughs> in the room so she can just look at me and start? Yeah,
3: speaking. I think like you just you you either provide photos or <laughs> or you can appear live for the roasting. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs>
1: well, Mulligan, what, what's, what what are you doing you do,
0: what is yeah. your thing? What's your jam, Mulligan? Besides torturing people.
2: The Nintendo switch
0: oh, are you we Nintendo just did
2: an episode about the Nintendo switch. Oh my God, I love every I love every game specifically uh, Zelda Breath of the wild i didn't I didn't have video game systems growing up. and when it looked like, we were going to be in our homes for two weeks in 2020. I did, the sm- I did one of two smart things I did the entire pandemic and the only two smart things, which was the week before the lockdown, I went and bought a Nintendo Switch and then they were not available for purchase for a long time after that. But so I got us a Nintendo Switch because what I wanted to do was keep up. My kids were in preschool at the time and I they had dance class every Wednesday. So I knew I was going to be doing two weeks of teaching the kids. And so I was yeah. like. Okay, so I'm going to keep Wednesday dance class, and I got the game Just Dance on the Nintendo Switch, and that's how we did dance class. Um, it wasn't just two weeks. I no. <laughs> started buying a lot more games than Just uh, Just Dance. Yeah, but yeah.
0: It, That's how the heroin dealer works. They give you that first shot and go, hey, oh. you can use this for exercise, and um, you know, you'll know you get some dance out of it. And All of a sudden, you're addicted to Zelda. And then, listen, oh, are you kidding well, me? No, in case defense.
2: Yeah, listen, I, if I could um, inject Zelda in between my toes in a vein that's still working, I would do it. You know what I mean? Like I am full <laughs> on heroin addict. Now I'll find anything for
0: parent of the year, Kate.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, my kids, they, my kids don't even really play it, but yeah, I, I just love that game is that's yeah. But I don't know. I think, I mean, the thing that is very interesting about being a parent though, is that like very rarely do we get to have our own things like Claire, I can't believe the amount of time that you're spending with, on your kids' things, yeah, that's like, cool. Honestly, you don't yeah. you don't get Honestly, to have a thing.
0: I hope they do they do they appreciate it or are they like mom. Don't come downstairs, mom. Don't do this. And you're like, hey, buddy, I just gave up a week of my life to do this with you.
3: You know, um, both they do appreciate it, but. But I don't think – I think when they – become like all of us, I think this is probably a common thread for most people who are parents. You don't really appreciate what your parents did until you're a parent no. because you don't understand that sacrifice. You know what I mean? You don't understand the totality of what you need to give to raise a contributing member of society, you know?
1: Jace thinks I'm a walking ATM. Like he just thinks that you can just – you know, I, it will just spend his cash at whenever he asks for it. Is that true?
2: Can you? Will you do that?
0: I kind of blame my wife for <laughs> that, though, because my wife, they would just, they would destroy something or wreck it. And then my wife would just go, well, I'll buy you a new one. They go, yeah, that sounds great. And I'd be like, oh, that's not the right answer, chief. Take care of yourself." Yeah. stuff. <laughs> We're not buying you another one. I don't have to tell you. So I will
2: tell you. I do feel like Claire. This is where you really shine. I feel like I've gotten a lot of great parenting ideas from you. Like yeah. when you talk about um, like the job board. Like forget chores. There's just they should just make their beds. They should just do what you like. But I will yeah. post a job board that they can. <laughs> yeah. They can. Yes. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. Well, they want that cash. Yeah.
0: What for jobs did you start on the board? Because I, I I put one together that's like. Paint the house. Oh, <laughs> Reroof oh. roof, free mm. roof the house. Oh, that's nice
2: And yeah.
0: my seven year old, building an addition out by the uh, out oh, by the pool.
2: <laughs> and Hannah's waiting in line it. for the permit. <laughs> Hannah, the Hannah's at the permit digging, office.
0: Hannah's digging out the. I wanted a bigger pool, so she's digging out the one end of the pool. It's, it's hard work for an eight year old. I'm not gonna lie to you.
2: Uh, I went a different route with the job board. Uh, I, I said to my boys, they could sort the laundry. You know, like when the laundry comes out of the dryer, everybody's clothes are all in it. And I was like, I'll give you 50 cents if you sort, if you go through this pile and pick the clothes that are yours and put them in your pile. So mm. And and then Neil at some point was like, 50 cents isn't enough. I'm like, <laughs> it's all, then you don't have to do it. Then you don't get the money. But I mean, like, I started with little stuff. I've got a four year old and a seven year old. So next year they can pull permits and dig a hole. I
0: I always change the offer. If I go, I'll give you 50 cents and they go, uh, how about a dollar? I go, now it's a quarter. Yeah. And they go, uh, they go again. I go, now it's 10 cents. Do you want to go for zero? Like, and then I just go, um, I blackmail. I go, full laundry or no TV, no iPad. That's it. That's the greatest thing about the iPad is that it is the best bargaining chip of all. To go, you're not gonna. Yeah, get- but
2: it's a punishment to you if they can't be on. I, you know, we were very, I'm very careful about like they only get a certain amount of time a day, and that is my time. So I very, rarely, very, very rarely leverage that against them because I want that quiet time. Like my boys, right now we're on vacation. They're down at the beach. At some point, they're going to come back to this house. And at that point, it's going to be my quiet time. <laughs> they will return. <laughs> they will return.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I just send them to the room. I just go, go clean your room and don't come out. My quiet
1: room. time is twin nap time. It's the greatest. Dude, oh. you, you've caught me. Like, there are times in the day, like, when it's twin nap time, it's it's the happiest part of my day.
0: I do remember. I mean, do you you ladies remember the nap time. Because that oh, was, yeah. like, in the middle of the day, you're like, oh.
2: Although Claire had four kids, you probably never, with the exception of the first, you probably always had one awake. Well, gas prices weren't what they were
3: back when mine were all young. So we used to strap them all in the car and just drive, drive. around for hours, Jeez. like just drive. And that was like the time where we
2: got our own time and the kids were asleep, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: what did you Not get your own, own time? What's your own time? Is I
2: like know. I, thank you, Jay. Okay, sorry. Okay, I'm now becoming fanatical about roasting Claire, too. I'm sorry, Claire. <laughs> Wait, what, how is driving your own time? I wanna, because I wanna... they're or quiet. Just because they're quiet? Oh, okay. And sleeping. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, yes. Okay. okay.
0: I yes. had a friend whose kid wouldn't nap unless he put him in the car and, and drove him around and then tried seamlessly to get him into the house. I go, that's...
3: Don't attempt the transfer. Don't the don't
0: transfer. That's yeah, on the opposite way. When you're coming home and it's like 6.30 at night and they're starting to nod off in the car and you're like, get up. Wake up.
2: Stay awake, stay awake, uh... stay awake. I would,
0: in, I would clap. I would pinch them. <laughs> I would pinch them. And the kid would be like, oh. And they go, stay awake till we get home. Because if yes. they sleep for that 20-minute yes. nap on the drive oh, you're home, done. You're they're done. up. For the rest of the yeah. night, you're like, no, 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 you're not going to sleep. And the, and the kid's, like, trying to fall asleep, and I'm literally – I'm reaching back, like, like pulling them up, trying to keep them away. Yeah, no way. Yeah, No, a
3: heart will same. always, always fall asleep on the way to soccer. So if it's a shorter distance, you know, I'll do the same thing. I'm like, don't go to sleep, buddy. Don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. You're going to be – Gotta get out of the car in a
1: minute. But that's started doing this new thing where, well, it's not even a new thing, but like it was like three o'clock in the morning. I got up to go to the bathroom and I heard him from his crib singing my name really creepy, just repeatedly. Daddy, Daddy. And I was like, That is awful. Yeah.
2: That's the paranormal.
1: That's the paranormal there. (laughs) My wife did a lot of crack. My kids,
2: no, I don't, you know, my,
0: well, my kids are bright redheads, and uh, sometimes I'll just find them out in a cornfield with their friend Malachi, and the whole mm. thing really starts to go south, mm. and it's it's honestly terrifying, terrifying.
2: God, that reminds me of a story I heard once. Well, probably nothing. Anyway, no, uh, I don't, no, <laughs> no, just
0: <laughs> it's if it's not. It should be, it should be a novel, and maybe a movie of like maybe a movie. It's children.
2: Like of, in, in the corn, of Iowa. The, the well, yeah.
0: And then they, they mm-hmm. kill every else. I feel like is how the story goes.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask, were there any product? I, I don't know if any of you have kids with like babies now, but I am very jealous of people with babies now. It's been four years since I had a baby. Because of the the products they have. The snoo. Oh. Y'all y'all know about the snoo? No, <laughs> I don't know about that. Special. What is that? The snoo. So the guy Harvey Weinstein. No, it was it was Harvey, the The happiest happiest baby baby
3: on the block, and that yeah, happiest toddler on
2: Carp. Carp. Harvey Carp. Thank you. So it was that guy who like there's the three S's for sleep. It's like shushing, swaying. That was five. It was the five. five. Okay, okay. Swaddling, swaddling, sucking and sucking. Yes. yes, yes, Yeah. 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 So basically, the snoo.
0: Shut up. up. Is that one? Yeah.
2: Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Stop. Stop. Shut up. No. But the snoop is this $1,200 bassinet that responds to the baby's cry. And basically, you put them, it, you swaddle them into the bassinet, and it rocks them if they start to cry, and it shushes them.
1: <laughs>
2: it's like, it's like, it's like white noise. I got to tell you, that is
1: something I really would have loved, to. Well, we just put the bassinet on top of the washing machine. Same, similar. Very very
0: it's yeah. genius, by the way, until it shimmies it off the edge. And then yeah,
1: exactly. Quickly, Velcro, Kaler. Velcro.
0: Hey, let me ask you, Kate, does that does that machine also have a little plug where you can plug into the child and use their energy like a D cell battery? Because it feels very <laughs> matrixy where it's like, just put the kid in and take him out when he's yep. eight. And it's, yep. and you can power and we're car, good. charge your car with that thing.
2: Um, travel microwave you.
0: if you have one
2: jokes on you we're in the matrix <laughs> okay? i
0: feel like
2: right. so you know there's actually <laughs> there's actually
3: studies out there that say that there's like a 50% chance we're living
2: in ai <gasps> yeah mm.
1: i feel like i would be and, better looking if that were true
2: yeah wait a minute why do i have a kangaroo pouch from where my babies used to live
1: <laughs> I mean, I, oh, I, I, I think she's right.
0: I think she's right. I said this is exactly how I planned it out. This feels. This feels
1: very right. So is this like the prison AI? Like I was punished here for some reason? Well, yeah. not
3: AI. Alternate an alternate reality. Oh,
1: so that's mm, probably
0: true. Yeah, fifty percent chance. And, um,
3: yeah, like fifty percent.
0: Well, I'll, I'll put it on, on our Twitter. On our, it's like Vanilla Sky where you live in eternity in that world. So I could – so I what look, you're saying is you're giving me permission to just walk away from my kids and go, they don't exist. And I, I mean, can just go get a beach place down in San Diego. Is that what you're saying? Because that's what I'm going to tell the police.
3: That is not what I'm saying. I
0: feel like you're saying <laughs> that. I feel like you're but, saying you, you know,
3: Kate, you know, the product that I'm jealous of, you know, because mm. now Sky is eight. So I'm way past baby face, yeah. you know, they have my friend who has a baby has this thing and it's like a fanny pack. Okay. Except the fanny pack extends to a about. seat. And it's so the a... baby sits on your hip without, but they're actually sitting on like the little seat. That's
2: a purse a also. You, and you basically like- attach that. You attach a seat to yourself, <laughs> and then you don't break your hip. And they wonder why women are so, like, you know. Oh, I mean. <laughs> I mean, we God, have to walk I around with give. seats
3: for babies <laughs> on our bodies.
0: I think it also has a mechanism where it just lays a flat board on your back, and then you get on all fours, and you can be a table as well. <laughs> so,
2: is that is that a different product. I mean, that I kind of feel like that's my life without even the board. Yeah. There's also the things now. I don't. I mean, Claire. I feel like you nurse, but like there's the thing. Like there's like the the milk catchers that you can wear now. Like you can like you can you can pump inside. Like you could just pump while like you. I could just be standing like looking at you and I could be pumping. <laughs> I,
1: I've been doing I this mean, whole
2: time.
3: I had Rivers talk about. You know, we talked about River. She's 12 now. She would not take a bottle not, mm, not wouldn't take, that's formula. A she yeah. wouldn't take a bottle. Yeah. And so I was like attached to her for a yeah. year. You know what I yeah. mean? Like same place. Ooh. Um, that's those days were crazy. I remember I had a pump that I kept at work, a pump that I kept at home. And then I had like a travel emergency hand pump that I kept in my yep. purse.
2: Yeah. God, I don't, I don't miss any of that. I don't miss mm. that. But also, Oh, but also it would have been – oh, for, for the audio listeners, uh, we've just – both we've the three of us have gotten bigger. And my head is triple the size of Claire's. Well, it's because
0: <laughs> Jason is watching his children, and he just messaged me. He goes, hey, my kids are screaming. I got to run. So he ran to take care of his kids, and he's going to come back. <laughs>
3: that And that is what the Parent Lounge is about, you know? Yeah. We oh, have yeah. – we, we're, we're open to all, uh, you know, we're we, – what am we I trying to get say? A
0: little backstory. So we have crazy guests every week. We've had Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Foxworthy, Richard Marks, Joel McHale, mm-hmm. uh, tons of actors, Miles Gibrani and and basically, it has turned into this amazing place. Like I, we started it was it in the pandemic, and it really kind of saved. Uh, it saved my mind. I know mm-hmm. I was originally this thing was just a bunch of parents, a bunch of dads in the dad lands, and they we had this vent session and every Thursday we would just do this private zoom with like 30 guys and everybody would tell their horror stories. And by the end we all felt really good about it. I'm like, Oh, okay. I guess we're all in this together. And it kind of expanded. And then Jason and I did this and then we need, we go, oh, look, we need, we need moms because we're idiots. And so luckily we Perfect. find these guys. And then it's <laughs> crazy. Right. Tuesday night live <laughs> thing where we've even let like just regular fans in and, um, it's super fun because the fans get to comment along which i which yes. is so high we have such a hardcore group of fans who comment along that it's this running uh, commentary over the insane stories and comedy bits that we end up telling yeah Celia Behar has been coming in and i don't know it's just it's been this crazy crazy thing so it's kind of really
3: basically yeah and basically what probably. jamie is saying is i'm the least funny person on the show everybody no. else is, <laughs> is a professional comedian well you then, are no.
0: comedian, but that's that's the beauty of the show we've had tons of we've had legit guests we had we had that one author who came in and it's not always about being funny we, we can make it funny but it's really a part for people to kind of go, because here's the thing about parenting. When it happens to you, you think you're the only one that's going through that certain event. And then all of a sudden you talk to a bunch of other parents and you go, dude, every, that's everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And then it makes you feel better about it and go, yep. Jason does think his kid is haunted. He's not joking about that. But then you talk to other parents and like, you know. Jason's kid is haunted. And it, Yeah, the crazy. other parents
2: agree. Jason's kid. Yeah. Yes, right. The other parents, like everyone that. concurs Jason's kid is
1: haunted. <laughs> Taylor met him. There's a darkness there, isn't there?
0: I mean, I've had it again, I've done two full albums about raising kids, Happy Father Days and Homeschools. And it's all just people like those those stories didn't happen. I go, every single one of those. Like my, my yeah. kid. With the swearing, or my kid with the diapers, or Claire wouldn't sleep in her bed because she thought it was filled with spiders. Like they're all just real stories that happened. and uh, it's been really fun to then hear from all the other parents who come in and share their stories. Um, so yeah, so it's been kind of a cool well. Life. And by
3: the way, when he is saying uh, Claire, he doesn't mean me; he means his daughter Claire, his daughter Claire. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Although you're her you her didn't have Jamie well. deal with the spiders in your bed.
2: Right? No, I didn't. <laughs> also, when he says Kate, he's I not referring to Good me. Idea. He's ref- he's referring to his wife. <laughs> I am not married.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, we love the image of Jamie carrying this Claire down their hallway and hitting her head on the. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm afraid of spiders.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jamie has a lot
1: of crossovers.
0: Yes, I. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we're really thankful that we got to do this podcast um, and crossover. It's funny because it's what we did this kind of in a bubble. So our regular fans are not commenting along. We will eventually play this for our fans on our pages down the road. But for now, this is going to live with the fanatics page. And so if you guys are parents, then come find us live so you can comment along and share your your Parenting stories with us as well. Everybody, yes.
3: I love hearing
1: from everybody. Yes, yeah.
3: absolutely. Tell tell for people who don't know where to find the Parent Lounge. Tell us where to find it, or tell them where to find it. I know where to find it. You guys,
0: Jason is the cut man. Down every week, detail, brother.
1: <laughs> sure, you can. Yeah, find Jason. Us at, uh, live every Tuesday night, uh, ten p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Pacific, at Facebook.com/slash/TheParentsLounge, uh, youtubecom slash Uh You can find it on Jamie Kaler's Twitter. And you can find it anywhere you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, just uh, Google the Parents Lounge and you'll find it that way. And also, we are expanding into the Metaverse. We're going to have a room that Jason's built. He built a club that we're going to have a parental uh, meeting hall and do community shows. Also, Currently right now,
1: if you go into the Infiniverse, you can find... Uh, a club that has posters with the four of us on it and the episode with uh, Dave Keckner currently airs in the metaverse right now and you can sit and watch the episode along with other people. Oh, fun. Uh, that is awesome. Every
0: Friday we check in with um, uh, Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup uh, on Sirius XM. Um so you can find us there as well but yeah, I mean it's honestly just about it's just about parents feeling better about what they're going through because it's like None of us knew what we were walking into when we when we said, yeah, sure, let's have kids. And then you <laughs> feel like it's only happening to you. And honestly, Claire, four kids in grammar school, I think that is only happening to
2: you. That's yes, currently, that yes, only.
3: is only yeah. happening to me. That's right. Um, but, uh, you know, the, this has been a really important podcast for me to be a part of, too, because it gives – I didn't realize how much I needed to, like – laugh and vent and share and one of the great things is we sort of represent and especially with our guests who often have kids that skew a little bit older than mine we kind of represent all the ages you know
1: yeah. right like greg Grunberg when he was on the show his are a whale yeah
3: his are like seven 17 19 and like 22 or something like that but yeah so anyway we're here parent lounge is here thank you guys so much for tuning in this has been an awesome uh crossover episode And we are grateful that you gave it a listen. Bye. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast.